Hey everyone, Alex Reed here, DM and your guide for Cocked, a real play D&D podcast. Before we get into tonight's episode, let's ask a question here for all of us to answer, except for myself. How many languages does your character speak, and what are they? Hey, this is Alex Groves. I play Agard the Furbolg Druid. Agard actually knows five languages. He knows common, druidic, elvish, giant, and sylvan. So, um, Sylvan is, if those who don't know, um, language of the Feywild, Firbolg are ancient Fey beings that now live in, in the material world and not in the Feywild, so. Wow. Good information. And they're also considered know. a part of, um, of giant descent, so that's why hmm. he would know giant as well. Makes sense, makes sense. Hi, I'm Reggie Morris. I play Brocco. Hi, Reggie. Hello, hello, <laughs> hello. Um, the Cobalt Artificer. Um, Brocco speaks uh, four languages. He speaks Abyssal, Deep Speech, Common, and Draconic. And somehow none of those surprise me. Yeah. Did you say only four? <laughs> only four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Overachiever that's, over that's there. That's the way of the road. <laughs> I'm Jessica Reed. I play Katie, a dragonborn fighter. And uh, speaking true to Katie's form and and hyping me up, I speak two languages, common and draconic. Whoa. (laughs) Katie was not an overachiever in education whatsoever. On the last episode of Cocked, a real play D&D podcast, the party was navigating their way down an old well shaft when a sudden movement made Braca lose his grip on Agard, who was in his giant lizard form. Braca tumbled and fell onto a strange surface with a slight bounce. As the surface around Braca began to ripple, he was consumed by a strange liquid creature. Agard rushed down the well and got a good grip with his back claws into the stone as he used his front claws to slash through the cube, grabbing Braca and pulling him to safety. The party then regrouped at the back of the large chamber. The cube backed away from the party, and the party got a little bit of extra time to examine it. They realized that this was a gelatinous cube, but not a normal one. It was giant. It was a 15 by 15 cube. We resume with the party as Katie approaches the gelatinous cube and gets within 10 feet of the creature. Well, I have an idea, and I'm going to go up to it where I'm within 10 feet of the cube, and I'm going to do my breath weapon. Okay. Um, So she breathes out the this icy chill to try and somewhat freeze this side that she's seeing. It's a con save of 12 if you want to. I rolled a 13. Okay. Uh, well, they still take half damage. Or it still takes half damage. So let me. Um, so seven. So three points of three points cold of damage. Cold? And I guess I should talk about my thought process here. Because Katie is just trying to think. This is somewhat of a jelly-like substance. So she was trying to remember kind of back on some school education (laughs) that she had. And she remembered something about freezing jelly-like substances and how that can somewhat affect them. 
So she, she, so that's, so she's like, um, and then like, obviously they did little experiments of like heating it up and things like that. So, uh, she's freezing it right now with the intention to hopefully it's solidified and then she'll try something. So as you, as you did your breath weapon, you do see a small area of it ice over. Okay. Um, and as soon as the ice is over, it doesn't drop instantly, but you can tell that it starts to, the ice on the edges start to melt. Okay. And that area starts to shrink a little, but it will take some time for it to melt. She will stay right there because um, she has something else she'll try next, uh, next time in so a moment. Did you let go of the rope? Once you got to the bottom? Uh, yeah, if it would have stopped me from moving all that direction, yes, I would have okay. made sure to release it. Agard, you're up. Okay, so Agard will drop the lizard shape. Okay. Oh. Um, only had four hit points left. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, hey, four anyway, more. Sure. He is going to... So... Uh, how far am I? Sorry. You are about 20 feet from the cube. How deep within the cube is the staff it looks like it's in about the center of it <sighs> i'm gonna try i'm gonna help hmm. it's okay. so you'd have to it's about I mean, technical it's like seven eight feet on from each side and it's I like gotcha. centered yeah so now it is on the like it's not laying flat on the ground but it's standing up so as it moves it's moving with the cube sure but it is like directly in the center okay yeah, Agard was considering using Thorn Whip to try to target the the staff and then pull it out, but I think he realizes that remembering what it was like reaching into it, he wouldn't be able to probably penetrate it to be able to grab something and pull it out like that. So right. Quickly has that thought. He um, he basically we we really want this staff. I mean, it seems cool. I mean, we don't know what it does. So. He takes a couple steps forward. You see him reach in one pouch, he pulls out some steeds, reach in the other pouch, he pulls out this little thing, and he basically just claps his hands together really hard. Mm-hmm. <gasps> and from the ceiling, a shaft of light comes down and hits the cube with Moonbeam. Oh, he is just in your range, too. Mm-hmm. Well, range is 120 feet. Well, no, I mean, because like that light's coming straight down. Mm-hmm. So it is, does it have to see the sky? It doesn't mm-hmm. have to see the sky, right? Nope. Yep. Yeah, it can do it from anywhere. I think Sunbeam is the one that you have to see, be like outside, maybe. I don't know. Okay. So rather than coming through the shaft, yeah. I would move it about how how wide is it? Is it Moonbeam? Five feet. Or, oh, it's five feet? Mm-hmm. I would move it in a little bit because if you move it five feet forward, it will be in the middle of the cube rather than just on one side. So you would hit it. Oh, I'm hit, I, I, he was once hit it dead center in the center of the cube. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. it wouldn't be coming down the shaft. It had moved a no. little bit out of it, but you just. Dead center. Oh, on the staff. I thought you said shaft. No, centered right down on the staff in the center of the thing. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. You're I'll good. cut I all like, that what? confusion. No, 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 you're good. What? No, you're absolutely good. I, I see what you're thinking. Yeah. No, no, Sorry, basically centered are. right on the thing. I mean, I think he understands that, you know, he's not going to be able to damage it. Yeah, so, so you clap your hands together mm-hmm. and you guys see this light just streak down from the ceiling. Right through the center of the cube. What yeah. does it have to do? Uh, it needs one second. Con save fifteen. Uh, it failed. I rolled a thirteen. Okay. Finally. Jesus. So it takes two d ten. Twenty. 
20. Oh, 20. Um, is it half damage? Huh? What is do you it, mean? If it passes, is it half damage? I think you said film. I rolled a 13 on my dice. I didn't assume it would have that much, but it has oh. It has plus three for a con. Uh, yeah, half as much. So uh, fourteen, so seven radiant damage. Seven, seven yeah. radiant. Yeah. Okay. And it just stays on it. It just, it's just cooking. So you see one area of it kind of froze a little, and then the other area you see this radiant light come down, and it starts to almost like you can see it start to bubble around where the beam is running through, and it's almost like it starts to spread away from the beam, like it's trying to get away from it, but you can see it kind of bubble and boil around it. And is that everything for you? Uh, that's it. Agar just kind of, kind of stand there with his arms. Or his hands up and up, just kind of holding it in place. Braca, you are up. Braca's going to take out his other bag of holding and open it in his current bag of holding. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my oh. god! Who <laughs> 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 about kill this kid? Well, yeah. all right, season two. <laughs> going to drop a nuke on it real quick. And Brown's looking down like, guys, what happened? He starts feeling his pull from the <laughs> right, <laughs> and then the, the the slab just shuts. <laughs> well. I highly yeah. doubt this thing can get knocked prone, right? It's just a ball of jelly. So I highly doubt it's it can get ball. knocked. It's not a ball. It's a cube. It's, a cube. Yeah. it's technically a square. But it's yeah. an ooze. So yeah, it doesn't really have a front back. It's just... Yeah. It's Which I think what, is the weirdest What are you trying to do? I'll, I'll, I'll was just, I was just trying to like... I was going to cast grease like underneath it mm. to either make it like... To either make it slide like <laughs> to one side or something like that, right. just get further away from the archway. Because Brock is just worried that this thing that just eats and doesn't think about anything but eating is mm-hmm. running away. So he doesn't want it to necessarily go towards. Gotcha. But since it's already heading in one direction, if he does cast something slippery on the ground, it's probably just going to help it move in that direction quicker since he's just making the ground slippery. So. Braca, I don't know. I don't know. Don't know if this thing likes acid or not. Hmm. So I, it does acid. It's made of acid, so I highly doubt it cares about acid damage. Uh, Braca, Braca is going to cast poison spray. Okay. Until he can think of something else. Is he going to? 16. Okay. So yeah, Bra- Braca is just kind of like throwing out poison sprays until he can kind of just. Okay. Think of literally anything else to do to either stop the cube where it is or like somehow hurt it really badly. So at this point, Katie, did you back away after you did your breath weapon? No. No? Okay. So at this point, it has been damaged. So it scoots. It scoots towards you guys. Mm -hmm. It scoots to where it's five feet from Katie Mm -hmm. at this point, but it only moves five feet. It attempts to hit you. With the what? It's called a pseudopod, is its attack, with a plus four to hit, and its reach is five feet, does a 17 hit. Yeah. Seven points of damage, and that is acid. Okay. As a chunk of it flies out at you and splats. And then, Katie, you are up. Can I see that the part that I froze is still frozen? It's a very small spot, but yes, it is still frozen. Okay. <laughs> it is thawing, but it is not thawed yet. When it's thawing, what is it doing? What do you mean? Well, I'm just saying, in real life scenarios of with gelatin. <laughs> if Remember all those times we hear about how he didn't pay attention in school? <laughs> if you freeze gelatin... 
and then it starts thawing, it liquefies. Is that not the case no. for this gelatinous cube? Nope. <sighs> D&D sucks. If it were inorganic, it probably would, but since it's an yeah. organic living thing, it, you know, I know. It's <laughs> a good thought, though. <sighs> Sometimes you hate this game because it just really messes with real world scenarios. But you know? maybe, <laughs> maybe you should try to hit that frozen spot with your mace. Well, I was going to burn it to help it liquefy. <laughs> and that because too. that's Katie's thought process. I thought Katie didn't pay attention in school. That's what I said. I I <laughs> did not, but I rolled for it, and I rolled like a seventeen for this recollection <laughs> for remem- myself. She remembers that day. I know. One I'm like things she remembers because we were experimenting with ice and fire. Like who doesn't pay attention to that? She's like, well, you guys remember there was, when we melted that gelatin. <laughs> there was a boy in class, and no, and he used he fire. was really into gelatin. <laughs> Oh, y'all are going to be so surprised about Katie later. <laughs> no, that won't be. <laughs> Not now. Okay, so, yeah, I, I just, I got to go with what she was originally thinking. So, yep, that's right. She's going to cast Burning Hands, um, which can still go 15 feet out. So I'm going to back away five feet and try to hit. Oh, oh wait, I'm within range. I said it. I got to do it. So I backed away five feet because I'm going to try and stay out of range (laughs) and hit that area that I... Does a 12 hit you? No. (laughs) It misses. Sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) You know what? You know what? When you're you're one for 15, you've got to take your wins when you get them. (laughs) Facts. Facts on facts. All right. So she's using her burning hands. Dice has rolled so well. And yeah, they're rolling great. <laughs> <laughs> and trying to hit um, the area that she froze. Now it's a deck save. I and probably it's roll this one. Stupid. <laughs> it's a deck save? Yeah, of like nine. It's not hard oh. at all. But you still take half damage. Dex, so. though, right? Yeah, dex. <laughs> so it's a negative four. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, that's a big old sweat. <laughs> And I rolled a 10. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I rolled shit, though. 12. It's not terrible, actually, now that I'm thinking about it for 3d6. Where are you aiming at it? And where the frozen spot is. Okay, so it's going to do double damage because of where it was frozen. That's why I was saying you want to want to target where you were. You do see as these pieces of it um, from where it was frozen... That it does start to basically like what you talked about because it was already frozen and you put instant flame on it, it started to melt. Um, and you can see as this cube starts to almost shrink in size, as it looks like some of whatever it has inside of it that I don't know what viscous liquid yeah. starts to pour out. Nice. So you said but 12, far, yeah, so 24 points of damage for that one. So, how far in can we see of the cube now so you can see that where your burning hands went in because of the ice that you had had frozen on there Mm -hmm. it goes in about 10 feet and it does start to try to reform itself but it 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 looks like it is hurting right now that was a major blow to this thing Mm -hmm. can we so because it went in 10 feet 
can we see like a part of the staff like not covered by this gelatinous cube? N- no. Yeah, it's like oh. in the dead center, right? Yeah. yeah. But he said eight by eight on each side. No, no. So it's a 15 by 15. It's like eight feet in from all sides. So what you did just went in, like, in my mind, it was where you hit was not necessarily dead center. Not dead center. center. Okay. But just a little off. So it went into it and tunneled through. But it okay. does leave a pretty good size hole to where you're watching this stuff kind of seep out. Okay. Okay. And that's Katie's turn. And she bows. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> that Jessica bows. <laughs> hey, guard, you're up. Okay, so Agard, how far is it from Agard at this point? Are you still on the back wall, or had you moved up? I, a little? I hadn't moved. I had stepped a little bit up, but like a step, not much. Okay, so if you if you didn't move a space forward, it's about ten feet from you right now. Okay. If you moved a space forward, I'm sorry, it's about fifteen feet from you. If you moved okay. a space forward, it's about ten feet from you. Okay, so I did. Yeah, he did. I mean, he took like a step forward, so not. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now. So it's like fifteen feet from you. Okay, so Agard wants to, knowing that he has a good range with mm-hmm. Moonbeam. He wants to... It is still on it. No. Even it though moved. it moved forward, it's still on the back side of it because it's three by oh, three. Okay, okay. So since you put it in the dead center, it's still on that okay. back. Well, as a bonus action, I'm going to move it to dead center again. Okay. So if it moves again, it'll still be... Yep. And then Agard's going to use his 30 feet of movement to get as far away from it as he can because he knows he still has, you know... So you would be able to shift around it, but where you're at, you're against the back wall right. from it. Um, you can shift around and you're about 15 feet from it because it's a 30 by 30 room. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you went to one of the corners in the back, you'd be the furthest away from it. Yeah. <clears throat> but if you start moving down the walls, like headed towards trying to get to the hallway where the archway is, mm-hmm. um, then you'll get within 10 feet of it. Yeah. He's just gonna, he, just wants, he knows he can hold this on there. Okay. And get so he wants to get that distance. So you get back into the uh, into mm-hmm. one of the corners. Yeah. Okay. And how far am I now? You're probably about twenty feet at this point, diagonal. Okay. So I bonus action mood moonbeam. It's a concentration spell. Okay. So I'm going to um, go ahead as in my action, and since it's concentration, so I can still cast a regular spell, not another concentration spell. I believe so. Yeah. So he's gonna con- he's gonna um, um, cast. Thorn whip. And basically just try to hit the thing. Just hit the cube? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keeping that, that, that distance away from it because it's 30 Roll. feet. Yep. It is going to be 19. Yeah. That, that. Okay. As a matter of fact, double your damage for that. Okay. Right. It only has armor class of six. You well oh, exceeded geez. its armor okay. class. Uh, that's an 11. An 11? Yeah. So, and that's doubled? Oh no! That okay. Twenty-two. 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 Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just got excited. I was like, oh, whatever. Numbers. <laughs> like, here, damn it. Yeah. So that's a twenty-two, and then it needs to make a con save of fifteen. Natural. Not. Con. Not even with my pluses. Okay. I rolled so it's going to be two d ten for the moonbeam. Okay. Uh, and that is uh, sixteen. Oh man. As you hit it with that moonbeam, mm-hmm. you see it all starts to, it's not gone yet, but it all starts to kind of fall apart. It's starting to slowly it just out of kind hole? of turn into just a, a, a flat, not like, like kind of just kind of yeah, melting. Yeah, it's like it's melting. Yes. Gotcha. It's like it's melting right now. It's Ooh, not completely. Since it's, 
the moonbeams on it, can it be like falling, like how like a a row or like oh, a flower opens? Yeah, yeah it's that's, melting. That's very like that. similar to what okay. it's doing okay, right yeah. now. Yeah, and it's starting from like the from the back part of it towards the center. Okay, it's kind of peeling around that, so it's more like a U shape, and it's just kind of falling apart away from it. Okay, cool. And then Braca, you're up. Braca, um, do you have anything cold? Oh uh, no! Why? I cold seems to kind of make it a little weaker. Just uh, throwing that out here, but for both of you. Sorry, don't have anything cold. Oh man! Um, do you get... do you two got this or do you? Where are you going? <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna stay. I was. I wanted some of it. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. You stay. You stay back. How how much of it is like? Is is there any still like oozing out? Like, right now. Oh, oh yeah. It, okay. it, I mean, it's melting. It's it's falling apart in front of you. So when it like hits the ground, is it still like like the stuff that's oozing out? Is it still like acidic? Yeah. Okay. Baraka knows will probably burn himself doing it, but he wants to try and fill like mm-hmm. a few vials. Yeah, I can track. see that. That tracks. Yeah. Totally. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he'll he'll try and do a sleight of hand check if he can to like not get hit by as much. Are of you it. doing it right now? Yeah. On this turn, or are you waiting? I mean, his poison spray hasn't been working out as his two buddies are mm-hmm. beating mm-hmm. the hell out of it. Is the staff exposed? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. But it is centered on the moonbeam. Right. Hmm. Oh, no. It's a magical animal. Well, we think. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, if it's not, then who gives a shit? So the moonbeam is, like, going through the gelatinous cube, right? Mm-hmm. Is the... Staff getting like damaged in any way. So the, the staff isn't completely exposed yet. Okay. The gelatinous cube it was 15 feet tall by 15 feet wide. Right now it's about 10 feet tall and losing its shape fast. Braga will just poison spray it. Then he'll he'll try and poison spray it again. Okay. It hasn't been working out, but he doesn't really know what else to do right now. Roll the 15. Yeah. So, yeah, Brocco will just uh, kind of just sit back, not really doing much. Or, mm, ah, if I just hand, oh no, because you, you have weapons already, both of you have weapons. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, drop your weapon. <laughs> Fill this up for me. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, the alter self thingy. <laughs> you could drink that and turn yourself into a little three by three. Gelatinous cube. I could. That'd be funny. Oh <laughs> I don't think that's how alter self works. Yeah. <laughs> DM said it. That's how. There you go. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a brockinous cube. All right. Oh Brockinous my gosh. Okay. It's like a purple tent to it. Um, <laughs> With gold specs. Yeah. And you just see these two little goggles in the front as it moves. <laughs> it looks at the big giant cube and goes, "Mama." Oh my gosh. <laughs> it pseudopods are little vials that get thrown out of it. <laughs> What what Sorry. else what else is in the uh, in the cube? Is it just the staff? Well, and um, your pebble and my pebble, right? The staff your and pebble. right now let's lit the fuck up. There's <laughs> there's some bones. Um, there's there's a couple other random objects in there. Okay, and again around the room, you said there's sets of like smaller humanoid bones or non-humanoid bones. I don't know. Are you looking? Yeah. <clears throat> Roll a uh, investigation check on them. On eleven. Eleven. They're small. <laughs> like smaller than me or bigger than me? They're about your size. Okay. What do the, what the, the, the skulls look like? I don't know if I can do all this in one turn. 
you can come back. Um, you well, want. but you did your investigation check. Looking at the skulls, they don't look like they are kobold, but they look like smaller creatures. So roll a history. Okay. Real quick. It's part of it. 20. They're goblins. Goblins. Okay. I don't know this. <laughs> um, looking at like the ones in the cube as well, are there skulls in the cube as well? or They look similar. Okay. They look similar size and shape. And, and looking around, once you kind of figure this out and you start looking around, you feel like some of the um, corroded weapons and that stuff, it would track with what you know of as a kobold. You knew of goblins. You knew the, the weaponry that they had as they had attacked your people your tribe and you know you've, you've seen some of this stuff before so okay you can piece together as goblins but that would be your turn okay yeah brock is gonna sit there for the rest of his turn looking at the skull and how far are you from the cube i mean i went to like i guess a back wall or okay so you went to the back wall yeah. so it's gonna try to swing at you again because you're the only one that's within five feet of it i'm not within five feet i backed up five feet remember and it didn't hit me oh that's right then it's gonna move five feet towards you okay and then try to hit you <laughs> Just letting you know. <laughs> Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That's a, what? That's that one. I don't know what that means. That's nothing. That's, that's a natural 20. No, that's illegal in Texas. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I read that this week. In the yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I read that this week. In, yep. in yep. the uh, conked um, um, uh, newsletter. I read that. Exactly. Yep. That new monthly one no, on Patreon. Wait, no. D&D says that. DMs can't hit us. That's with... D&D 1. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 16 points of damage. Jesus, when he has to math, that's never a good sign. Alright, 16. 16. How's Katie looking? Um, she, She's got less than uh, a third of her points. I left. got you. I got, I got potions. I got I mean, I have slots. a second wind I can do if I needed to, too. But. Katie, second. you're up. It just moved up on you <laughs> and up attacked you. you. So she's going to, because she saw Agard um, able to hit it with what? As it moved forward, you notice that when you saw it move before, it moved all kind of together. As it moved forward, you feel like it continues to kind of melt. And what was with it that was in that area got left behind. So it's still kind of seeping and sinking down like it's on a downward spiral. The actual gelatinous cube. Should I feel worried? Like, is it melting near me where the ass is going to hit? It's dying. Meow. Oh, my God. I don't know why that scared me. For those of you who don't know, a red laser pointer just got put on the wall and Jess immediately turned and licked at it. (laughs) I didn't tell you. I'm part cat. Um, Anyways. What was what, what did you say? I shouldn't it, be worried it, about it. It looks like it is melting. It looks right, like it is hurt. But I shouldn't worry about it coming near me in regards to that. Okay. Um. Yeah. So since I saw Agard hit it with Thorn Whip, um, and seem to still do some damage to it, I'm gonna attempt to, I'm gonna attempt to hit it with my Morning Star. Don't I have two weapon fighting when I have two Morning Stars out? Yes. You, you, what we decided was you could hit with the first one and add your um, attack modifier to it and your bonus modifier. And then with the second one, or your damage modifier, and with the second one, you can hit, add your attack modifier to the attack, but your damage modifier doesn't get added to it. Okay. A six. 
Beats it, beats it. Okay. So, for the first attack... Can you do less than one point of damage? <sighs> no, I can't, because it's a plus two, and I got five. It's dead. As you strike it, the rest of it just kind of lets go and just... And it finishes melting into a pool and a puddle. And as it sinks down and you see it kind of stretch across, you can see it kind of start to go towards a grate that's in the room and it starts to drain out of the room. I want I just, I just take the... a step back real quick. Like, uh oh. I mean, it's going to take more than one round for it to drain. So. I think I'd say there's probably some divots in the floor where yeah. it's not like, no. it's not consciously moving away. It's no, just it's draining. not conscious. It's just, it's yeah. just the okay. shape of the, mo- the room. Right. It is. Whatever put this here, it was intentionally put here, mm-hmm. and they put a failsafe in for if they needed to come down here or anything. Basically, they could get rid of the acidic floor. Mm. Okay. Sagar drops moving. Um, okay. <laughs> well, does that mean that we can go near the staff? Uh, it'll take a round or two for it to clear out, but yeah, you can. You would be able to manage to kind of pick your way through safely, not stepping on any acid to get to it. Okay, so while we're waiting, if y'all don't mind, I'm going to go towards the door, but I just want to listen. Okay. I want to see if I hear anything like on the, the archway? other side of the door. Yeah, but he said yeah. that in the archway, there's a stone door. Yeah, there's a, there's oh, okay. a stone door blocking the archway. Okay. That's right, so I just want to go towards the door okay. and listen, not putting like my ear directly on it. I don't Roll think. a perception check. Oh, gosh. Katie's so good at these. <laughs> I don't hear anything. I'm fine. We're, we're fine. There's <laughs> nothing down here. Nothing down here. Guys, I hear the ocean. Yeah. that's She full on believes the ocean's on the other side of the store. <laughs> uh, and then she'll just go back and wait for it to be okay to get the staff. Braca is <sighs> just going to try and fill like five vials with gelatinous cube stuff. Roll a straight dexterity check. By the way, that was a two, if 20. anybody was interested in knowing what her perception okay. of that door was. So you get two but before it disappears nice. into it. Is that a natural 20 again? No, just oh, just okay. a dirty nope. Does, does Agar feel like he could grab the staff with Thorn Whip? Yep. What are you going to do? Just, just yeah. I, I won't even make you roll for it. You, what are we going to do? Keep trying until you grab it? So well, No, I, um, I think you would probably try it once. and then. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that you're able to, um, from what you've... I've already we've already seen Agard be able to do with the thorn loop. You're able to target that single piece. Um, there's nothing impeding your way, so you just kind of mm-hmm. uh, use your thorn rip. You're able to get it and pull it back. Yeah, you got this. And staff. I instantly turn into a god. <laughs> oh. oh my god! What no. does what does said staff look like? Yeah. So now that you get close to it and you you've pulled it out, this staff looks more like a metal rod than anything at this point hmm. but it it's about four feet tall looking at it there's a tiny button on it oh god agar's <laughs> weakness is curiosity <laughs> oh no <laughs> can agar do an arcana check may Brocco do the same um thing? yes well do you want to do it with advantage or sure. do you want me to do it with advantage or? I mean, I'll do it with advantage. Okay. Go ahead and do it. I'll, I'll if I assist mm-hmm. his check. We're both kind of perusing it. 14. You're pretty sure it has some type of magical quality because it's still there from the cube, but you're not certain exactly what it is. 
Okay. You, you would need an identify or somebody to tell you exactly what it is. Where's the button at on it? It's in the middle. Roll a perception check. Brock and Agar do it with disadvantage because you guys are looking at the staff. Katie, you can roll it with uh, just a straight perception check. It's a seven. We're still sitting at a two, okay. so. Hold on. Sorry, I was looking something up. Uh, perception check with disadvantage. Okay. Well, that's a natural 20. <laughs> oh, my God. And a 8, so 16. You stole my 16? My, okay. I have a plus 8 to perception. So. Oh, nice. So you guys are sitting there. You're looking at the staff. And the way that you're, like, as you got it, the way that you're turned, you can see where you guys came in at. And while you and Braca are talking, Braca has his back turned towards the hole. You notice that a good chunk of rope, like what should have been slack, comes down now it's still going up but a good chunk of slack is down there now okay that's it wait so it's still going up but there's mm-hmm. just a lot more slack on the ground than what we're yep than what was previously there fantastic so okay um i'd like to do one last thing with the staff real quick okay as a um part of my furball traits i can cast uh detect magic Obviously, we know it's magical. Well, I'm trying to think of what magic. school of magic it is. Okay. So, it just takes me, you know, ten minutes to, I guess, want to see if it's some sort of necromancy or... Mm-hmm. Hey, guard, would you be upset if I just touched the button? Oh, my God. I don't think we should do that until we know a little more about it. Rocco's, like, mid, about to touch it, but yeah. he can't. And, <laughs> and then Agar just does this. <laughs> Seeing you Wait a minute. It. Would you even be able to say, touch I'm just, it? I'm just holding it, so how are you going to touch it? Well, Brock will like, climb up. <laughs> and I'm like, probably used to that by now. He's climbing Agard. And, yeah. and I just, I'm just, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to be rude like that, but he's going to, he's just going to kind of move it a little bit. It's like, let's, let us, give me a little more time with it. Let's see what we can tell about this. Oh my God, Agar's trying to use its power and consume it. <laughs> what, what do you guys want to do while he's kind of looking at uh, it? Because it is 10 him. minutes. No. Braca <laughs> is going to... Well, I mean, Braca didn't notice it, but he's just going to go to that area that leads up out of this place mm-hmm. and just shout to Ebron and just see if he's still there or not. You don't get a response? Braca will shout, like, one more time. Make a perception check. That's a That's a... Long distance. Natural 20. Oh my god. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> this fifth natural 20 brought to you by D&D Beyond. God. Go buy your dice now. When you buy it the first <laughs> session, you're one. guaranteed. Wow. Um, <clears throat> no, you, um, you kind of take a moment, you yell back up, you pause, and you listen real close. You kind of close your eyes and you kind of just focus, trying to hear anything. And you can hear what sounds like scuffling. Like footsteps, and that's about it. Um, okay. Hmm. Do you communicate that to the rest of us? Well, I think we would have. Would we have noticed? You know that he's this not being responded probably to. Probably be two or three minutes into you looking at. Right, them. I'm saying he say. he is he he's the one that intently True. did it. So do you let us know that's what you? Uh, Rocco will probably stand there like thinking of what to do for like another 10 seconds and then he'll um say um something's going on up top there's some sort of 
noise or a scuffle. Okay. Katie would look at the rope. Okay. So hearing that, Agar's going to stop concentrating on the spell. He's not going to try to detect okay. it as well. Oh my god. What? <laughs> what? No, because if, if you said scuffle, so that doesn't sound good. Like, so you you saying scuffle, does it sound like, like people are like fighting? Or like, do I hear anything like a specific type of noise? I'm going to be dancing. I'm going to be honest. I thought I said shuffling. Like, Oh, okay. Shuffling. Like, so if I said no, scuffling, I, I think I then, heard scuffling, yeah, I, yeah. So I, I meant like too. shuffling, so like just movement. shuffling of feet, like like feet oh, so scuffing on the floor. He's fine. So like, okay. that's still kind of concerning since <laughs> there's how it sound like 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 a lot like like so, a lot of foot traffic. It sounded like more than one pair of feet with okay. your nat twenty. Okay. okay. That'll kind of confuse Bracca. And you, do you right. convey all that to Yeah, him? yeah, Bracca okay. will just say that there's something going on up there. As you say that, because of your natural 20, the sounds stop. Well, I think they hurt me. This is where we will end this week's episode. The party fought and defeated a giant gelatinous cube. And after defeating the giant cube, the party was able to recover the magical staff which was inside the gelatinous cube. The staff appeared to be made of metal and had a strange button on it. While Agard and Bracca went back and forth about pressing the button, Agard and Katie realized the slack from the rope Ebron was holding tumbled down the well. Bracca approached the well and shouted up, trying to get Ebron's attention but received no response. Bracca shouts a second time and listens intently for any sign of movement. Bracca hears the footsteps of multiple people shuffling above them, and suddenly they all cease to move, and an eerie silence fills the chamber. Thank you, friends and fellow adventurers, for your continued support. If you've not already, please go like and follow the cast and show on social media. Details and links can be found in the episode descriptions. Also, a big thank you to our Patreon subscribers. We have some really cool plans for the Patreon, and those details will come really soon. And of course, tune in next week to find out who or what was shuffling above the party, and why Abrone did not answer when they yelled up to him. <laughs>